Hi, and welcome to the Screenagers podcast. I'm Delaney Rustin, physician and filmmaker of the Screenagers movies. This summer, I'm recording podcasts based on my Screenagers Tech Talk Tuesday blogs and calling these blogcasts. Today, I'm talking about a summer reset, both in terms of screen time policies in our homes and ideas for things to do off screens. You know, summer's wide open time spans can heighten battles over technology use. This is a perfect time to revisit family guidelines and rules, what's working, what's not. So often parents ask me, well, how to put in rules after having gotten very lax about them? And you can start by saying to your kids, look, it's summer and it's time to reset family policies. You know, when we come to this really wanting to hear our kids' inputs, that's what procedural justice is about, that they feel like we're taking the time to understand what they want and trying to make adjustments so that they feel heard and understood. Many studies have shown that even if, like, people don't get their way, as long as they feel respected and that they've had some say in the matter, that's what procedural justice is. People are much more likely to go along with rules. And it doesn't mean they're going to get everything they want. Life has rules. And so home is a wonderful time to be practicing the self-discipline it takes to honor guidelines. Resets can also happen when you gain insights into new scientific data related to the benefits of non-screen time things such as sleep, helping others, exercise. So by having a conversation about new science that you read possibly on one of my blogs or somewhere else, or particularly mental health issues, using that science to say, hey, I need to parent with integrity. And the science is showing that still having policies in the summer is really important to maintain your mental health and all of our mental health. What are some examples of policies that can happen in the summer, even with all the changing elements? Well, first and foremost, still having a time when devices are put away for sleep time. That's critical. And even if that's later because the days are longer, it's a time to say, hey, what time makes sense? You know, maybe it's 10. Uh, What do your kids think? And from there, one of the key things is to have the devices go in the parent's bedroom or the parent, if someone's a single parent, as opposed to a myth that it needs to be in a common space. Another rule, maybe it's a day or a week of summer where technology is completely uh, put away other than when it's used as a tool, finding directions, setting those, even though there's going to be some leeway, I always say it's about an 80, 80, 90% consistency. Equally important to ensure that there are is time off of screens is really being intentional about what are the things that people are going to do during the summer. And one of the topics that is important to talk about is expanding horizons. 
that we want our kids to have new experiences in the summer. It can be really fun to have a goal. Like we are going to go to three new Indian restaurants for trying out their naan. Or we're going to have the goal of visiting three statues this summer. And what goes along with this idea of expanding horizons is putting things on calendars. Just the other day, I know that my son is going to be here for part of the summer, so I have been looking for a concert in the park that I could get on the calendar. We have um, put on the calendar to go for one night of backpacking, the two of us. And knowing that I, if I get that on the calendar, it really increases the chance that it'll happen. And it's also a way to invite other people to join us. I want to bring up the idea of being intentional this summer and planning out in advance some goals for using technology in uplifting and positive ways. Maybe the goal is to use Google Earth and to explore a part of the world that the family knows very little about. There's a game that goes along with Google Earth called GeoGuessr that several teens have told me they like doing. There's more and more TED Talks that are put on by young people that can be inspiring to watch as a family or create a goal. Like once a week as a family, we're going to listen to a podcast put on by a teenager. Put those on the calendar. Another area of expanding horizons is helping our kids to feel competent in the many skills that life requires living alone in the future and living with people now is how do we take care of our homes and our neighborhoods? Is there something that needs to be built? Just today I heard about a girl who didn't have enough room in the house. They had no place to put shoes and coats. And so she took wood and created a stand that allowed for coats to be hung and shoes to be put into. And then in the house, is there a wall that maybe there could be a new painting on? Uh, My daughter, one of her walls in her bedroom has daisies painted all over it that she and her friends did years ago. My neighborhood organized something called BOP, B-O-P, which stands for Beautify Our Planet. Another mom and I were able to get other parents together. Every couple weeks, we'd invite anyone in the neighborhood to come out with those pincher sticks and trash bags, and we'd clean up all together. Older folks in the neighborhood talking more with the younger kids, and we just all had this glow after we would do this. And summer's a great time. Even though some people can be away, there's still enough people, usually locally, that can make something like that happen. Surveys consistently show, not surprisingly, that the amount of time that young people read has dramatically gone down as a whole over the past 10 years. It's not to say there's not avid readers, because there are, but as a whole, it can be really hard to have uh, what we would hope as parents. And a few tips for this is going to the library, and I, I 
just think this works wonders. Now, how no matter how old your kid or teen is, just there's something magic. There can be events at different libraries, and that can be a good way to go to a library without necessarily saying anyone has to get a book. But just being around books can be the motivation needed to pick one out. Another thing, of course, is going to a local bookstore and doing the same thing. There's also magazines to subscribe to that can be a nice way to read actual print. I really like the Week Junior Edition. And while it's not reading a book that we would like, it is actually reading and who knows what it'll inspire. To be honest, I actually just started getting it for me in part to be... It's been a great resource to have things to talk with young people about. I think it could be really fun to subscribe to it with another family. Maybe even just split the one subscription because they come every week. And try to get together as a family to talk about some of the topics in the magazine. Also, why not try a book club this summer? with a teen or your kids. My neighbor did a wonderful job of having a book club, parents with their kids, and that continued for years. That's it for this episode of the Screenagers Blogcast. I've been your host, Delaney Rustin, and please email us at info at screenagersmovie.com. Let us know what themes you want to hear this summer. Meanwhile, you can find hundreds of blog posts at ScreenAgersMovie.com and many resources. 